Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman. <laughs> Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt-Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Mary Prennan. I'm lazy and I love to eat. The sounds book. like me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds like a lot of people in this room, actually. We will be right back with Mary right after this. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. What is this, the anti-Michael Jackson? This is Sounds funny. like beat it backwards. No, this is Weird Al. Oh, this is Weird yeah. Al's version. Okay, never mind. Just eat it. So just eat it, baby. Eat it. That's where just her mind went. Just eat it. LazyLoveToEat.com. LazyLoveToEat.com. Mary T. Prennan is one strong woman. In 1998, she vowed to lose 50 pounds no matter what it took. And just a short 19 years later, <laughs> she has finally achieved her goal and is ready to share her story like with the that. world. I like this weight loss story. We like Mary a lot. We've decided. I know, Mary. She's good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. Only 19. Yeah, we're going to have you on again in another 19 years, Mary. <laughs> That's the next 10 pounds. (laughs) That's the next 10 pounds. I like not having lofty goals. There (laughs) you go. So it took you 19 years to lose 50 pounds, so that's about two and a half pounds a year. (laughs) Hey, it's something. (laughs) Well, I mean, the problem was, you know, which a lot of people experience is yo-yoing. You know, you lose maybe 10 pounds, maybe 20, and then gain it back because Mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, well, I lost all this weight now. I can start eating again. And that's why it took so long or, you know, different things happen in your life to stress you out. Um, and uh, it was just like a vicious circle. Yeah, I can see that. I, I just read oh. something, Mary, that would, it must have been very, very difficult because uh, sudden employment changes, the deaths of her father, godmother, and uh, lifelong best friend, plus everyday stress caused frustrating weight gains. Yeah, I can see how that yes. would happen, Mary, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know... Everybody has great intentions yes. when they start out. But, you know, as I said in the book, life gets in the way. And you have to kind of, you know, after all these years, I've kind of figured out how to trudge through it and and not let stumbling blocks stop you from getting to your goal. Right. Um, do you Did you ever have the problem with you lost some weight so you f- think you're fixed? Like, <laughs> then you can eat whatever you want? 
Oh, of course. Yeah, story <laughs> of my life, you know. And, you know, a lot of, in my job, I, I've worked in, you know, public relations all my life, and and we've had a lot of events. And where there's events, there's food, mm-hmm. and it's free. So, I mean, come on, you're going to eat it. It's free food. You sure. Who's going to argue with that? No, I think it's absolutely right. You know, I'll just... Thinking about this because I've lost. I about two years ago lost ninety two point five pounds. On wow, the, that's amazing. Well, I had a lot of help as a Nutrimost program. They were very, very helpful and all the rest of it. But you know what's so weird now, Mary, is when I look at you know like trying to keep my weight stable and all all that. I mm-hmm. have days I go, oh God, I must have lost a few pounds this this week. It, I you know I really watched what I was doing all the rest of it. Get on the scale, you've gained five pounds. <laughs> And then yeah, you have a week, you go, really good weird. God, I must have gained 10 pounds. I've been eating every night. And get on a scale, you lost three pounds. It's like, there is no God. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's no weight God. That's There's no scale. weight God. <laughs> no. Exactly. Catch up with your body. <laughs> no, it's, it's something else. It's, uh, once you get on a roll, it really becomes very easy to do. But finding your, your niche, I guess, yeah. is the best way. It's the know? keeping it off. It's always been the yeah. problem. Yeah, right? no, that's very true. Yeah. So, Mary, so what finally worked for you after after 19 years? So, Or did you just lose <laughs> two and a half pounds a year? No, no. What finally worked is, I mean, I always, I'm a big proponent of working out. And as I say in the book, you don't have to go to a gym. But my neighbor had told me about a gym at the local hospital down the street. Because mm. I had tried, you know, I had spent probably over the years thousands of dollars on gyms. And you go and you feel intimidated because I was like a before and a sea of afters. <laughs> so, you know, I finally, <laughs> right. I, I was. I mean, I finally found a place where I kind of, where I fit in. And the people, it was, it was a very small gym. The people were very friendly. So you got to go in there and like chat with people. So, it got to the point where, well, you know, I really don't want to go work out, but, you know, I'm going to go see, you know, Judy at the reception. And sure. I'm going to see this one working out. And and while I'm here, well, I guess I'll get on the treadmill. I guess I'll do. So it was kind of like a, a social kind of thing, too, that, that got me into it. And then, you know, I kept going every day. And including with the working out, I, I sort of adopted a low-sodium diet, mm. um, not because I really wanted to, but I was diagnosed with AFib, which is atrial fibrillation, which um, it's kind of a, an arrhythmia on your heart. And mm. I have it occasionally, not all the time, but what brought it on was high sodium meals. And for the first time in my life, I was like, well, why didn't, I, why didn't any of these doctors who were telling me to lose weight recommend a low sodium diet? So I started reading food labels and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much sodium is in, you know, this piece of bread or whatever it is. So I cut down on that and kept working out. And lo and behold, pounds started finally coming off. And I'm like, wow, well, you know, too bad I didn't know this 19 years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's interesting because I, I, I have done a few dietary changes in the last few years, and one of them is to cut down on sodium. And then we went down to Nashville for a oh, business trip. <laughs> And we ate some, I don't, I don't know what that meal was, but whatever, I had puffy bags under my eyes for three oh solid days from all of the salt that was in the food that we ate down there. I mean, it is, oh, yeah. you know, it's in everything. It's in everything. And what I do, I, I um, really easy, I mean, like I said, you know, I don't spend a lot of money on, this is the first time losing weight, I didn't spend really any money. Um, there's a free app on your phone. It's called My Fitness Pal, and you download it. It's absolutely free, and it will track all of your food. It even has a little scanner in there, so you don't even have to type it in. You just scan the food, and it will tell you when you're getting close to your sodium levels or your sugar levels. Mm. So, I mean, I use this thing every day, and you know, I'm either scanning or looking at things, and it'll it'll add it up for you. I mean, it's it's a no brainer. And what's it called? It's called My Fitness Pal. My Fitness Pal, and, and it's an app. It's an app. Wonderful. It's a free app. That's great. I so that, that's very helpful. That's been kind of like my my bible. You know, I use that all the time. 
Um, if I'm going to a wedding or a big party or something, I may not, you know, I may leave myself off the hook for one day because, you know, people ask me, well, you know, life is so short. And I said, yeah, it is. Have a piece of cheesecake every once in a while. It's not going to kill you. You know, it's just that when I go to parties, I have to kind of watch, you know, nibble on the, on the, um, vegetables, the low sodium entrees. You know, I'm just careful that way. And, and water is always a big um, component of everything I do. I come, like, attached to a bottle of water. I bring it everywhere. Even when I go out to the bars, I always bring my own water with me because they're never fast enough filling up my water. So. <laughs> <You> <laughs> water and wine. Yeah. Water and wine, you know. <laughs> yes, I understand. I understand. It's a lot like Jesus that way. <laughs> So i got to read this part. This is pretty impressive. After receiving a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism from Temple University, Mary T. Brennan started her journalism career as a broadcast reporter, radio show. Where were you a radio show host? I had, um, there was a little station that's actually not in existence anymore. It was called WXPS. It was in suburban New York City. It was a rock station. Really? So I did um, DJing there, and then I went up to um, WA2D which is now up in Fishkill, New York, mm-hmm. that covers all of the Hudson Valley, and I, I switched back into news. I was originally in news, then I went to uh, announcing, and then I went back to news again. Well, so that you basically done what you wanted to do with your life, it sounds like. Except make a lot of money, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this book's a step. Yeah, the book's a step, absolutely. First of all, I love the fact that you thought you are going to make a lot of money getting into radio. Oh, yes, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have. You know, it all works out in the end. I, what do you think <laughs> motivated you now? I mean, to stay with it for 19 years, what motivated mm-hmm. you? What? Uh, why do you think you just never gave up? Well, you know, as you said, you know, different things like that I've done in my career was like, you know, yeah. I want to go work in radio, and mm-hmm. I, I did it. And I want to be a news reporter, and I did that, and I want to, you know, and I was able to accomplish all my career goals, but I was never able to accomplish my personal goals. And it really just bugged the heck out of me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to, because I know I can do this. So it was more, more the fact that, you know, it was just irking me that I couldn't accomplish something. And the fact that my cardiologist was really bugging me all the time oh, about yeah. losing weight. Yeah. So. Yeah, with a, yeah, with the AFib, I imagine you probably, I imagine your doctor probably would do that. Well, you know, if you haven't, I have a really funny story about the first time I met, and I have it in the book about Dr. K. I promised I wouldn't use his real name because he would kill me. But <laughs> he was a younger guy, and the first time I met him, he said, to, he looked at me, and he, he wasn't being mean, he was just being a doctor, and he said, well, you're heavy, but you're not the heaviest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh. Wow, the tact, the tact. I, I, was, I was speechless. I was thinking, oh my sure. God, this guy just told me I'm fat. <laughs> and I was, my mouth was just a and I was just, what? And he, to this day, he swears he never said it. But yeah. I said, oh, no, no, Doc, you said it. Really? I remember calling my best friend and cursing you on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember one time hearing a story. A kind of uh, similar story to yours, where the doctor actually said, you know, this was, God, now this had to be 40 years ago now, but the doctor said to the person, you know, I don't know if you saw it in the news yesterday or not, but they had to bury a 1,200-pound guy in a piano case. No. It's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I weigh 1,200, first of all. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Twelve hundred yeah. pounds buried him in a piano case because they wouldn't he wouldn't fit in the casket. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, that's big. <laughs> Twelve hundred pounds big. That's yeah. No getting around it. But uh, but he was very happy, and he he you know he said to me when I when I finally did lose it, and I gave him a copy of the book, and he said, "Well, I'm very proud of you." And I said, "Oh, can I wait? Wait, I'm going to just get a quick video of that so I can play this book." <laughs> Well, that's that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I I don't know. I think it's terrific. Anytime somebody uh, 
achieves what they want to achieve. It makes me feel great yes. because you you know you're happy. You did what you said you were going to do, and it's a struggle. And it is a struggle. Uh, it, you should be congratulated at, up and down, as a matter of fact, because you did something a lot of people can't do, Mary. You know, some people try and they just never get it done. Unfortunately. Well, you know, and that's that's what the beauty of this book is because I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. I'm just a regular. You know, a middle-aged, postmenopausal woman that was able to to do this, and I broke it down like really simple about how people can do it. The book is very short, so you can breeze through it. And at the end of each chapter, I have you know different like bullet points, like here's what worked for me. And then at the end of the book, I even have like suggestions, like meal suggestions, and I make it as easy as possible because I work full time, and I go to the gym every night. By the time I get home, it's 7.30, and then I have to make dinner. So I do, like, boil and bag rice, oh, yeah. boil and bag vegetables. You know, easy, easy, easy. Well, well, that would make tons of make a ton of sense. Now, are you, are you, uh, do you have a family yourself? I have a cat. A cat, okay. The cat, <laughs> the cat, the cat happier with you now that you're going to live longer? <laughs> yes, I hope so. <laughs> well, I'm, very, I'm yeah. very, very happy to hear that. No, I think to tell you the truth, the number one thing about books like yours, Mary, is the fact that people will get this book, they will read the book, and it will help people, and it's got to make you feel really good to know that your advice will help people. Well, you know, it's funny because one of the, the women that I worked with, she just recently retired. I got her into walking. We used mm, to, you know, yeah. some of us would walk at lunchtime, and then we'd go on the nice days and we'd walk. I'm so lucky to live in the Hudson Valley, yeah, um, beautiful yep. walkways along the Hudson River. And we would walk, and now, you know, she's carried that on, and she keeps walking, and she's lost weight, and she's, she said, oh, you know, I'm so, I'm so happy that you got me into this. So, I mean, like, you know, she's not a gym person, but she'll walk, or if it's miserable out, she'll go to the mall and walk. So it's really, um, you know, it's, it makes me feel good to know that, you know, somebody's been able to benefit from this. No, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is called I'm Lazy and I Love to Eat, Prennan's first book, Mary T. Prennan, P-R-E-N-O-N. The book is available everywhere, I'm assuming. Yes, on uh, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yeah, that's all that matters anymore, isn't it? As long as you're on Amazon, you will sell a lot of books. Mary, thanks for your time. Great talking to you. Thank you so much. Really, really like talking with you. Thanks very much. We'll be back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? Real nice. (laughs) Chuck Knobloch. (laughs) Chuck Knobloch. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary.
What song is that? Let's Get Physical by oh. Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's Get Physical. She's a very nice woman. Yeah. How about those gophers? <laughs> What'd you bring them up for? Because <laughs> we're going to be talking football with Kostaki in a little uh, while. Yeah, I know. That's why. I and he doesn't care about the gophers, I'm guessing. <clears throat> he doesn't care about anything but himself. Were Let's you, be honest. Were you upset, Kevin? About the Gophers? Mm-hmm. No, I grew up in Wisconsin and hated the Badgers and the Gophers equally. And so wow. I, have, I have a group chat where I just like, whatever one's doing bad, I like to just make fun of the fans. So I couldn't Very nice. Oh, okay. Really nice. I mean, that's very Minnesota of them to beat Penn State and then come back and lose. The next it, it really is, is, isn't it? Yeah. What is with us? I still don't understand how it would have been Iowa's ball anyway, because I know he got hit after the play was supposed that after he dropped the ball. But still, isn't it the motion of the play is in motion? Therefore, if a guy smokes you after you drop the ball, it's still part of the same play, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, and usually it's a bang bang situation where that happens. Yeah. But yeah, it's, there usually is a little leeway where I think they say it's like two steps, but that happens so fast. Like how can you can't? Yeah. You're not going to go from 100% to stopping completely. So they're trying to say that even though P.J. Fleck ran onto the field and got a penalty himself, which he should not have <laughs> no. done. That was asinine. That was really stupid. Mm-hmm. Right, was that the one where the guy was injured and he went yeah. out to check it? Yeah. yeah. It's not your job. The medics do that. Yeah. They know you don't do that. It was still nice. I think if I was the head coach, you're going to go out there and see. Not the when you're going to lose the game. Yeah, Tevin, way to lose the game for us. <laughs> you don't lose the game. with PJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. I mean, it's nice that he did that, yeah. but not nice that he got a yeah. yeah. Look, they're no. nine and one. Nobody expected them to be anywhere near this good. I certainly didn't expect them to be anywhere near this good. But they had that game won and they pissed it away. Why you went for the touchdown instead of the field goal, I will never understand. And it turned out to be the difference in the game. I mean, the fact that. Well, they because they Iowa had missed the field goal, so if we had kicked that field goal, they missed the field goal. We it would have been a whole different game, I think. But he decided to go for it, and the player should have caught the ball. There's no question he should have caught that ball, but he dropped it. And what are you going to do? It took a hundred firefighters more than four hours Saturday morning to bring a smoke and flame spewing blaze under control at a Fort Lauderdale marina. By the time they put out the worst of it, the inferno would cause what the city's battalion chief, Stephen Gollin, now says is the biggest fire loss in Fort Lauderdale history. Whoa. Gollin tells the uh, Sun Sentinel that the fire began on the 161-foot Lohengrin and then spread to the 107-foot Reflections. The boats, which have different owners, were temporarily housed at Universal Marine Center as they were being renovated and getting paint jobs. The blaze was so intense that nearby residents were concerned it would reach their homes, but firefighters made sure that didn't happen. I heard about three big explosions, one witness tells CNN, of being awakened by the fire. Uh, Luckily, there were no crew members on either boat at the time the fire broke out. The big issue now is putting out any remaining smoldering, as well as keeping fuel from the yacht's gas tanks from ending up in the river. Per the Miami Herald, both uh, work on both boats was nearing completion. They were both set to leave the marina over the next few weeks. An investigation is set to begin today. Estimated uh, worth of uh, the, the two boats put together, the 161-foot Lohengrin and the 107-foot Reflections, $23 million. It's a lot of insurance money. You got $23 million to throw at a boat, Tevin? <clears throat> no. He doesn't even want to pay $6 billion in taxes. Yeah, you don't even want to pay $6 billion in taxes. Even if he had $100 Selfish, billion. Selfish, Tevin. <laughs> No, but I would definitely buy a boat if I had an extra $23 million laying around. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably your daily interest on when you have $100 billion. Maybe even yeah, probably. Maybe an hour's interest. What's Tiger's, Tiger Woods' boat worth? The private, it's called privacy, I think, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, we see it a, a lot when <laughs> we're on vacation. like a 300-foot yacht called Privacy. Privacy! <laughs> <laughs> no one will at, notice as we stealthily go by. Look at my privacy. Maybe as a cloaking device. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's a cloaking It might have a cloaking device. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't know, but his, his yacht's worth a lot of money. Because I think it was you who were telling me that there's... In uh, Florida, there's some guy that owns like a huge restaurant that has ocean view, and then he parks his big yacht blocking the ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> that's exactly right. right. Here, look at my yacht. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I just God. Don't get yachts. Seems like such a waste of money. Well, it is. It's a huge waste of money. Those things 
uh, you talk about vomiting up cash on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, because if you're super, super Ooh. rich and you're st- you're yeah, um, and true. you're famous, mm-hmm. being on a yacht in the middle of the ocean is really a way of being alone, except for your forty crew members. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem I have with that. What about the uh, ecology? All you very wealthy people in the media and all that stuff. Why? What are you doing with a yacht? That's true. They do burn a lot of fuel. Burn a ton of fuel. No, they just hire people to kick really fast in the water. Yes. Keep paddling. <laughs> Lindstone's <laughs> low with the current. It's, it's a fitness regime. Yeah. Keep, if I want a privacy, I would buy an island. Because an island doesn't cost, it doesn't have maintenance. Oh, it yes, it would. Fuel. It would have a ton of maintenance. You're going to have to bring, how are you, you got to bring in power and light and everything well, else if you own you your own that, island. That's infrastructure. I'm, not, I'm talking about, like, having to hire 40 people that right, you just clean it constantly who's gonna mow collect all the a pineapples goat. or whatever it's, it's you've a, got on there a goat can do what do you have on your honest. island i don't know who's gonna collect all Coconuts. those pineapples yeah how's that gonna happen banana trees i don't know <laughs> what's on your island? On this island somebody pick them up although in florida when we lived out in western west palm beach it was like coconuts everywhere. Oh, yeah, everywhere. go outside, pick up a coconut. Yeah, I do you that got, all the time. You got to collect all that stuff for hurricane season. Who's going to do yeah, that? Yeah, you do. You got it. Oh, I suppose you can't have oh, yeah. coconuts just flying around. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, you, you would definitely. No, you don't. Twenty miles an hour. Although something a lot of people who have never lived down south don't know is that what you see in the store isn't how coconuts come off the tree. No. no. They have like a fibrous, soft husk like around them. Like a sheathing them. or husk around them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, our HOA um, was like you had a deadline to get the coconuts off the coconut palms. Yep. Indeed. Because yeah. otherwise, yeah, because otherwise if there's high no. winds, those so things there's, are... There's definitely a business that somebody owns where they go around collecting coconuts off yeah, the trees. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, it's just yeah, your landscaper do. should do it. Indeed. Pretty good perk You're going to tell job. Tevin one of our favorite Infinite stories coconuts. about orange cones in that house? <sighs> we literally, you would do, to get the trimming done on your tree, so if it like went over the neighbor's fence or something, you'd have to trim it back mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So the guy puts it on the, on the bank just before the street, right? Well, the wind came up, and one of the branches went about a foot out into the street. And the HOA, instead of just picking it up and moving it back. Kicking it. Giving it a kick. Just kicking it back. Put four orange cones around it and called the authorities. No. They submitted. They they uh, gave us a, a, a ticket. Fine. Yeah, they gave us a, a ticket. ticket. All with, I had to do was move with it a like diagram. one foot, which <laughs> is what I would have done. They wonder why people are so angry all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why we're not, we don't live in that stuff. neighborhood anymore. How long did it take them to put four cones around the branch? I know. Rather than mm-hmm. just moving it. You had to run back to your house and get the cones and, oh, my God. And make God. a diagram. Make a diagram. They made a Write diagram. Write up a ticket. Yeah, photo yeah. documentation. Absolutely. Unbelievable. It's, uh, it's just this, I'm in charge here, so you're going to have to pay. It's yeah. that. It mean, was really ridiculous. Disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. So, that's But we why, don't do that said, That's why we don't live there anymore. <laughs> it's all true. No, thank you. At least when we first moved into that house, remember the guy that lived next door started yelling at Alex for swimming? Remember that? And I had to go out and mention to him that if you ever do that again, you won't be living much longer in that house. Tom really shouldn't have neighbors. <laughs> no. Tom shouldn't live amongst the well, people. All, this jackass who had, his dad owned a strip club. Okay. So he had this big, beautiful house, and, yeah. and he would get strippers over there all the time and make noise at 2 in the morning. But our daughter swimming at 2 in the afternoon was too noisy. Well, oh, you had okay. to sleep till four uh, o'clock in the afternoon. Exactly. I feel like you're, you own a strip club and you have strippers over to your house partying all night. You can, you have nothing to complain about. Exactly. Like, stop, What's leave your me problem? Alone in my pool over here in the afternoon. Exactly. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Yeah, that didn't go over well for him. No doubt. He actually, he moved what about two months later. Oh, then he he never made his payments on the house and lost it. Yeah, then he lost the house because he never. Right. Paid he was a stand-up it. guy. Yeah, he's a real class individual. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Was that Timon and Pumbaa? No. Oh. Timon and Pumbaa? That was a house. I'm pretty, sure the, I'm pretty sure the wife's name wasn't Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Might have been. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't Pumbaa. Yeah, she was real friendly. Oh, is that the one that mom told her to shut the Why do up? we always have problems with neighbors, Tom? Because of our kids. <laughs> well, in Dayton, the fact that someone was tapping our lines wasn't because of your kids. Isn't that amazing? Somebody tapped our phone line. Yep. 
They, they just want to listen to you? Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then he went down to the local bar and told everybody what he was hearing. Yeah. So he yeah. Got then busted. embellished what? it on top of he it. He embellished the hell out of it, Yeah, too. we've always had great luck with humans. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> we love them. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any, like, was, was, I'm guessing there was obviously, like, a vindictive, like... He wanted gossip. Yeah, okay. he, wanted, he wanted to be the, the hero of the bar because he had the gossip on the local celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I think it all started with we were invited to some party that we didn't go to. We didn't go to his party, so he was really so pissed then it was, Probably a lot of people tapping my lines then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody in your block is tapping your line. You're not going to any parties, that's for sure. No, it just was no, and it wasn't like, you know, we're not going to your party. It was just we didn't go. You know, we got yeah. other things to do. Some people are very, but he never got over petty, it. though. We went to court, and David Valentini lit his ass up like there was no tomorrow. It was one. Mm-hmm. We had to go to court over it. How'd you find out that he, like, that your phones were tapped? Because, because one of the waitresses the bar, uh, yeah. at the bar told us. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. that it was bright. That he was about. running around saying all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, when you do illegal stuff, you shouldn't go around. Yeah, really. Telling everybody. Well, I think there was some glug glug glugging going on with that guy. (laughs) In a bar? No, never. He looked like a little weasel anyway. (laughs) He was a little weasley guy that sold his company for a lot of money or something. Uh, But he also had cameras pointed at our house, too. He had cameras? Oh, yeah. Oh, didn't he, know about like, that part. He had cameras. Well, got, like, That's pretty far away for a camera. Well, I was gonna yeah, say, for look real. Look at that gray stucco. Yeah, that was like two miles <laughs> away. Jeez. <laughs> like, neighbors in Dayton are not neighbors. No, they're not neighbors. No, they're quite have, a ways not away. Not when you have acreage. Yeah. But it's not like you guys are like Kardashians <laughs> out here, like, acting a fool. Like, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. Like, you're not out here and making headlines. You would think. Like, you find some celebrities that uh, are going to be a little bit more scandalous than you uh, Minnesota alone probably has about 80 of them, but... 80 celebrities? 80 crazy celebrities, yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't think we have that many. <laughs> probably true. No, 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 like, we elect like... most of them. Uh, yeah, that's true. One of our listeners this morning, great comparison. He's now referring to Colin Kaepernick as the Kim Kardashian of the NFL. He wants to be. He wants to be. You're absolutely bad. right. He wants to be a Kardashian in the yeah. NFL. Well, how is he he's make... not married to a Kardashian. How is he making money? Oh, he was just paid Nike a ton gave him of like money. ninety million or yeah. something like that. Ninety million dollars. Ooh, for no nothing. wonder he wants to stay relevant. Yeah. yeah, that didn't work out well for Nike, I don't think. Nike, I I literally try to tear all of my Nike swooshes off my clothes because no, they're I, so disgusting. I think it actually mm-hmm. did. There was a big yeah. yeah people really liked the whole because mm, like, yeah. Collins just trying to play into like the martyr role of mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like, people bought a, into it big you time. You had an you had an opportunity to go. Work out for the NFL, where teams are going to come see you, and then you mm-hmm. at the last minute, no, I'm going to go to this high school. He went to he a high school. changed it. Yeah. Instead of working out at the facil- an NFL facility with cameras and everything that he needed, and he goes to a high school, and it's like... Oh. Dude, Just dude. happened to be available, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Just like, somehow happened at the last minute to be available. It's like, mm. come on, man. But yeah, in the NFL, like, they did a lot of shady things and weren't on the up and up with having the workout on a Saturday when no, like... No coaches GMs could or even coaches come. can go, but yeah, he definitely made it harder on himself than it had to be. He's done now. There's no, I, I think so. he's done. You'll never hear from him again. Well, although if Nike keeps paying him, he'll keep shoving his puke down our throats. Ugh, God. What? That was just gross. <laughs> what, puke down our throats? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Where, how did puke go? Oh, because of Jack Handy. That's what? why I was thinking of that word. Remember Jack Handy, Deep Thoughts? Mm-hmm. On Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that, that stuff was funny. <laughs> One of goes, my friend Laura got mad at me because I used the word puke. But to me, that's what her food tasted like. <laughs> <laughs> Deep thoughts. <laughs> it tastes like puke. <laughs> that's, you never hear that word anymore. No, you really don't. Vomitous. You're vomitous. Well, you don't hear that either. No, you don't hear that Barf. either. But you know, it all works out in the end. Well, in the... Month after the Kaepernick ad, Nike lost 10% of its stock value. There so there go. was that. Well, there was backlash against them hiring him in the first place, mm. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, they since recovered, but and then, that yeah. was a bad month for them. But I think, like, for public, at least in, like, the black community, everybody was like, oh, yay for Nike for standing up for Colin Kaepernick for the most part. Okay. So. Right, cause yeah, because it's so hard to get black yeah. people to buy Nikes, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Very like, difficult. I was like, what is this Nike company? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of them. <laughs> Who, who's that? <laughs> is it Nick Case? Dyke isn't, because everybody called it Nike at first. Nike is in Dyke. 
What? Nike is the name of Nike. a Greek, I think one of the muses. Yeah, oh, right? I think you're right. But they thought it was Nike because it was spelled it's like spelled, bike. So the fleet of foot. Nike. Yeah, because, yeah. well, Nike back in the day was like a terrible shoe company. It was. Until they got like, Michael Jordan to yep. start yep. wearing yeah. Jordan, exactly. oh yeah. I remember when they very first came out. Oh, we're out of time. We'll be right back, and Catherine has a remembrance with Kostaki. I probably will forget it by then. Okay, we'll be right back. (laughs) Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life. And they can help you, too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Colin Kaepernick of sports reporting. Kostaki Economopolis. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Uh, we're giving you a tryout today. That's all I know. Uh, I know you tried to move it to some high school, but we're not going. Uh, <laughs> when I heard the NFL schedule a workout for Colin in Atlanta, I was like, Atlanta, that's the one position we're good at. Can we, can we have somebody, can we work out an edge rusher or a defensive coordinator? You won yesterday, coach? didn't you? Yeah. Look we at did you. win. Two Falcons win, baby. Falcons win, baby. So now are you a Falcons fan again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Vikings fan. The Vikings okay. won. Yeah. Man, Vikings won, yeah. Squeaked that one. Came you talk- from behind. That was the biggest comeback since measles. That was a, <laughs> that was a big comeback. Fine. What other immigrant showed up with that win? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah, come on. Take a joke. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Come on. Come on. Let's get a little anti-somebody humor. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, I remember when I grew up. By the way, all humor was anti-somebody. I'll tell right. you that. Yeah, it all right. was. It is comedy is derisive by its nature. It's hard to write a positive joke. It, it really is, absolutely. Yeah. So what's happening in your so, world, pal? You and the fact your team won, and you know, you my tried team to team one. Yep. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, yeah, things are good. I'm I'm love I'm liking L.A. I like the climate here. It's nice. It's too far away from the things that I go to to tell places I go to tell jokes, but uh, yeah, otherwise it's good. How about yeah, you stepped in any poop on the in the streets lately, or is that just in San Francisco? <laughs> I, I think that's a global phenomenon. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right about that. Yeah, that was true in New York. That was true in Atlanta. Everywhere I've ever been, that's an issue. <laughs> Unbelievable! Just poop everywhere. There is poop everywhere. You really have to stop talking to Fawn. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. The last time, you... I'm telling you. All right. <laughs> I'll lay back and listen to the rest of the Kostaki Economopolis report. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Well, we got to talk about Miles Garrett. Oh, my goodness gracious. That what is that? that? Thank goodness the NFL is using these new safer helmets, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> To get hit in the face. I think face. if the Browns won more often, they would be better at celebrating. What, what kind of yeah. celebration was that? That's true. Leave it to the Browns to finally beat the Steelers and bury it in some BS. Like, we didn't even talk about the game, right? No, that's Crazy. true. You're right. The Browns said they're going to stand behind Miles Garrett. Yeah, because that's where it's safe. you got to get behind <laughs> that guy. 
If the listeners missed it, Miles Garrett ripped off Mason Rudolph's helmet, hit him in the head with it. Uh, Garrett's been suspended for the rest of the regular season and any playoff games. And that that's the part that surprised me. The Browns can still make the playoffs. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> there's only one team mathematically eliminated, and that's the Bengals. So oh, I guess the God, Browns are horrible. still in it. Uh, suspending a Brown for the playoffs is like telling a snapping turtle he can he can't be in the Indy 500. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a speed reference, honey. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, why did it have to be a snapping turtle? By the way, just why not just a turtle? I yeah, it's snapping. Good, or go with tortoise. Joke, yeah. Sometimes the joke is just a nice picture, and I thought snapping would help. Yes, that's true. They got that right. snapping it's a jaw. That's thing. true. It is. It might right. be easier to just say turtle. <laughs> Mason Rudolph received a blow to the head with his own helmet, which was actually one of the only Steeler receptions of the night. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> they didn't look good at all. Rudolph said Miles Garrett was Bush League. That sounds way more entertaining than the XFL, right? Yeah. <laughs> Miles Garrett, Antonio Brown, Vontez Burfecht, Dominican Sue, Ray Rice, Johnny Menzel. Show me some Bush League football. Let's do it. Yeah. That's true. That sounds entertaining. Uh, imagine what would have happened to Miles if he had done this to Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. Probably would get executed. You're probably right. <laughs> he would have Whew. been drawn and quartered on the spot. That's true. Uh, uh, Jimmy Haslam, who owns the Browns and the Flying J truck stops, apologized to Mason Rudolph, which I think was cool. But what about these truck stop bathrooms? Where's my apology for that? Clean them up, damn it. <laughs> Clean I've them been up. traveling this country for 25 years. Can we get a clean truck stop urinal? That oh, God, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate dirty bathrooms. That's not my deal at all. I have a question for you. Am I yeah. the only person on earth that every time I go into a men's room, there's somebody dropping a deuce in there? I told you. It's every time. It just happened poop. again. Like 45 minutes ago, I go to the men's room. Okay. There's a guy in there. It's like he's bearing down. It's like, good God. I apologize to our listeners. Tom has a poop the full issue. apology. All right, I'll sit back and I'll sit back and observe. Sorry. Jeez. This uh, this Miles Garrett thing made me think about the officiating in the NFL this year. The Steelers have challenged the ruling on the field that the player was just returning the helmet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Kaepernick story was an interesting one too. There's a lot of details there. I'm still trying to work through some of the some of the facts of this wackadoo storyline. Um, by the way, I bet Fox News is showing these Kaepernick clips like it's the ISIS training camp videos. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. It's probably true. <laughs> All grainy. They splice in the machine gun guy <laughs> on the monkey bars. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Kaepernick's got a big head of hair now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, He's ready for the modern NFL. You could rip his helmet off and bonk him in the head with it. He'll be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cushion. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> he said the ball's in the NFL's court. Look, if you want us to believe you're committed to football, why are you using a basketball metaphor? What's what's happening here? It's true. Bold choice of words for a guy, by the way, who took the NFL to actual court. Um, so, <laughs> I said I'd sit back and observe. They're not supporting you at all, Kostaki. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, are those my choices? Poop jokes or silence? I guess so. No, damn it. I'm sorry. I, I'm... Quite contrite, I want you to know. <laughs> uh, let's make fun of Jameis Winston. Oh, that's easy to do. He threw four interceptions. He was so bad he hit himself in the head with a helmet. That's the new standard. <laughs> when things are going wrong. He, he had more picks than Eddie Van Halen's pocket. He was, that was, that was more picks than the Dolphins have in the first round of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. It's true, though. <laughs> they traded away a lot of things. From yeah, him. they did. Uh, watching Jameis makes me think of that Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> Winston told reporters after the game his ankle should be fine, but his confidence is day to day. I don't think it's very good. Yeah, probably not. Uh, 
Jameis is the first player to have 18 interceptions in the first 10 games of the season Jeez. since Jay Cutler. Uh, so diff- the difference between those two, Winston appears to give an F. Well, that's true. <laughs> so that's nice. He's, he's trying. He's I trying. love that, though. Are you going to go with your joke from a couple years ago? Which one? Are you happy to see me, or is that just a crab leg in your pocket? <laughs> Remember when he shoved a bunch of crab legs down his pants? Yeah. He, had, he, had some, he had some issues. He had some off-the-field issues. Yes, he yeah. did. Crab uh, legs in your pants. Who would yeah. even want that? Mm. As Bobby Bowden said, he's a good kid. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. My favorite is still his pregame speech when he like licked his fingers oh, yeah. saying he was going to eat a W. Oh, uh. yeah. Eating a W. Yeah, he's said he's some... Uh, I'm interested to see what happens with him because he is a weirdly charming guy in some ways, and he's also can really sling the ball. He's just a bad decision maker. So, can you fix that in real long life, run, or is that doesn't work out? No, I, I think know. I think he'll be <clears throat> he'll be done. He'll be a backup next year. Yeah, pro- uh, uh, yeah, at best. He's not so. top thirty-two. I mean, bless you. We'll see. Where's Colin Kaepernick in the current? Uh, quarterback rankings on the globe. Zero. 40, 40th best? I mean, if, Come on, he's good. Oh, yeah. He's definitely no, top he's 85 he's, or whatever. He's, yeah, he's definitely better than Mitchell Trubisky. Well, that's true. So, there you go. Trubisky's Especially over. this year with all the injuries, there's like 10 teams that, that need a quarterback. He can't throw a football more than 20 yards. No, no he's not he proves he can he do does that. not. Yeah, he does. No, he's not, he he's doesn't. Not, he's not accurate, but he can, he can sling it a little bit. Oh, that's great. He he's not a, accurate. <laughs> I'll, I'll grant you that he is a tricky thing for a team to take on. No oh question. God, but yes. I, I, but I, I think the argument that he's not good is is unfair. I think he's good. I, I, don't I mean, get we it. haven't seen him lately, but he was good last time he played. Yeah, three years ago. Three years ago, it's when he ran the three, ball constantly and never ago. threw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the NFL flexed the uh, this week's Niners Packers game to Sunday Night Football. Ugh. And I have flexed my Falcons jacket to next winter. <laughs> he flexed it. He already flexed it. I flexed it. I understand game. completely. Are the Falcons good now? Is that what they want me to believe? Yes, they're coming on like there's no tomorrow. Uh, if, if only Atlanta was always this good with reconstruction. There you go. Civil oh. War comedy. What do you think of that? A little reconstruction humor, ladies you know, and gentlemen. Don't get the Civil War comedy like you used to. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons securing mediocrity through unwelcome midseason success. <laughs> you know what I really That's did love about that whole workout that that uh, Colin Kaepernick did? Oh yeah, what? Oh, see, I'm gonna have the workout for the NFL. So where should I have it? Why don't we have it in the heart of where slavery actually existed? Why would you go to Georgia? Of any, Why of would you place? say that about my home state? It's true, <laughs> the home of slavery. And I think, well, I think the NFL—they're the ones that orchestrated the whole thing. So they told you think him, they did that on purpose. Yeah, they told him like, show up here. This is where your workout will be. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. The initial, the initial wackadoo story began with the NFL telling him where and when, and on very short notice, and on a Saturday, which is probably the worst day of the week to get no, NFL personnel. No, no, because a Chick-fil-A's open in the stadium on Saturdays. That's true. That's true. So don't uh, forget that. Not Sunday. It was going to be a Saturday. Not Sundays, yes, in the <laughs> new football stadium. I love that. Did you not like money Chick Fil A? Like, why'd you not be open on a Sunday? There's you're in a stadium, but you're not open. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. And even before that, I mean, they were in the old days. They were primarily a mall restaurant. Yeah. And there's only two days a week that the mall is packed, and it was closed. One of them. Closed. So, one of them. Yeah. I mean, hey, commitment to your thing. You know, Jesus wouldn't want a chicken sandwich. I mean, what is your argument for being closed on Sunday? I mean, come on. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath, Tom. Yep. It's not work. It's a chicken sandwich, for God's sake. Well, it's not work for you to wander in there and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about, you're right. See, Somebody's got to work the fryer, you know. Yeah. More me now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo went to Miami for the big win. Usually when a bunch of New Yorkers go to Florida, they die there. Exactly. <laughs> they don't ever come back. This was nice. A nice change of pace. 
Bills fans in Florida. It was the first day in a long time there were more tables broken than than hips in Miami. So that's... <laughs> oh God, he's all over <laughs> Miami people. <laughs> You might need to go back down there and take a gander. <laughs> yeah. Has it changed? Yeah. Different? It's, it's All right. different. <laughs> I love Florida. I was born in Florida, but it's, yes. uh, it does have some... You could say the villages. It, it does deserve to catch some hell. Yeah. The villages. <laughs> home of Kostaki Economopolis. <laughs> you got to do the fist pump when I sing the jingle, though. Okay. All right. I can be a team player. Oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, let's close on this one. Jimmy Garoppolo looked, looked good on Sunday. I didn't watch the game. I was just Googling some images of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a handsome devil. That's true. He is ridiculously handsome. He really is. It hurt my, hurts my feelings. How <laughs> <laughs> my feelings are hurt by your good looks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, both of our teams won. My, my second favorite team, the Vikings, won. It's very exciting. Your I'm, second I'm second favorite team now. Okay, my mm. second favorite team. We're just pulling up the we're right. pulling up the I rear. Got, huh? I got Falcons number one, Vikings number two, and whoever's playing the Patriots number three. Those are my top three I like favorite it. teams. Um, yeah, were you freaked out at halftime? You must have thought we're going to lose to the Broncos. Kind of looked like it. I, we looked here. We couldn't uh, beat the Bengals if we like with that performance. No, it's terrible. What they, was that all about? They definitely were all looking forward to their. Vacation plans for the, the bye week. They were yeah. The bye week. They were just literally just mailing it in, so they go on the two week well, break. All right. I know. A halftime speech and a rally. That's good. You're damn right. That's what, that's what you want from your team. Even Kirk Cousins looked good. He at halftime apparently, Coach Zimmer went and said, "You guys don't pick it up. I'm going to bring Kaepernick in." <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll try harder. We promise. <laughs> I'm going to invite Miles Garrett to your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and he's bringing a helmet. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. All right, Pally, another great week. Thanks, guys. Go Vikings. And take the Falcons with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps. That's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.